Hey everybody, this is Patrick Cacciatore here with No Struggle, No Story. Here on No Struggle, No Story, we speak with highly successful athletes about struggles or adversities that they have faced and how they've used these adversities to help build themselves as athletes, but more importantly as people. So today I'm super excited to bring on Tate Wildeman, the defensive end for University of Nebraska football. So thanks for coming on today, my man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I really like what you're doing here and um, kind of what you do for everyone around uh, the country. So, yeah. Thank you, brother. I'm su uh, super thankful for that and uh, really just thankful to, you know, be able to hang out with you day in and day out and kind of heard about your story and what you've been through. And I think, you know, that everyone that listens can really, you know, take a lot from it. Mm -hmm. And so I think, yeah, if you want to just kind of go into your story and some of the adversities that you faced, you know, along this journey to being at a premier Big Ten program like Nebraska, yep. I think that'd be awesome. Yep. So uh, coming out of high school, um, um, I was really excited to come into Nebraska. Uh, I'm from Colorado originally. Um, so coming to Nebraska was uh, definitely a big step for me, I guess, going out of state and kind of reaching out there. Um, but yeah, so my, <clears throat> my story kind of starts here, like freshman year. Um, fall camp was going good. Um, me and um, Casey Rogers, one of my buddies, who also plays defensive end, uh, were in line to kind of see some time early in the season uh, as true freshmen, which is nice. Uh, we only had, or I think the rule was four, you get four games. Okay. Um, yeah, you get four games, you can still keep your red shirt. So we were kind of in line to see time uh, throughout the year. And um, so what happened was um, it was our second game of the year. Well, technically our first because Akron got rained out. Um, so it was our first game of the year and it's, um, the day before we play Colorado and we're kind of going through this young guy scrimmage, what we, what we used to do. And, um, I ended up tearing my ACL and my LCL. Wow. Um, so, you know, initially when that happened, I was obviously, pretty heartbroken. I mean, I've never really had to deal with any adversity like that in my lifetime. Like when I say that, I mean, nothing, I've never really gotten hurt to the point where I needed surgery or anything Absolutely. like that. So that was definitely, um, very hard for me to kind of cope with. And, um, but yes, I mean, I remember right after I got the news, after I got the MRI results back, I went up to uh, Mike Dawson, the coach who recruited me and uh, the old D-line coach at Nebraska. And he he just talked about, you know, don't get down on yourself. Um, stay up. You know, your time will come. You know, take care of schoolwork. Um, and, um, yeah, just keep working hard to get back. Like, we're going to need you eventually. I was like, all right, you know, so I kind of took that with a grain of salt, you know, it was tough to, sure. it was, it was tough to kind of swallow, you know, cause I wanted to play early, um, coming out of high school and, um, you know, and that didn't happen. I was definitely upset about that, but, uh, worked hard in rehab to kind of get back into it. And it was in, uh, January, um, 
Coach Dawson kind of called us all in the room, all the D linemen in the room after the season was over, kind of came up to us and was like, fellas, like I'm I'm leaving for the NFL. I got a good coaching opportunity up there, up in New York for the Giants to go coach up there. So my initial thought was, you know, I was like, yeah, I was like, shit, like, (laughs) you know, the guy who recruited me, the dude who was looking after me, in Lincoln and the big reason why I came here is gone. So that was also kind of shaking. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was tough to say the least. So, you know, I'm still not back 100% with my knee at the time. And then my position coach leaves, which is tough. Um, spring ball kind of rolls around. Um, I'm like non-contact with my knee, uh, kind of going through the motions, not really into it. Um, really struggling though, really struggling mentally. I think, um, I didn't have the best relationship with my defensive line coach at first because I was injured and constantly in the training room, you know, constantly trying to rehab. It's tough to build relationships when you're out there on the field. With him. For sure. Yeah. So I think that was the biggest thing with that. Didn't have a good relationship with him. Didn't know what he needed from me. Um, so Obviously, yeah, you know, two of those huge, I guess, devastating events, like obviously mm-hmm. happened to you. And I think kind of going into the first one, you know, for the first time, football's, I guess, taken away from you. Obviously, I'm sure you'd had minor injuries being a football player, but like a really serious one. Mm-hmm. And so going through that, how did you keep the faith? And how did you keep confidence in yourself going through that process? I think one thing that really gave me hope and i'm really lucky to have had a fam like family support here in lincoln nebraska my um grandma and grandpa actually live in the south side of lincoln um which is about 20 25 minutes away from the campus and every single morning they would come and pick me up because i'd have to go in at around 6 a.m to go rehab which means i mean they'd have to wake up every morning at around 5 30. yeah come pick me up when it was icy out, you know, (laughs) not something that you definitely want to do. So they would come pick me up every single morning. And my grandpa would always walk me up the stairs and walk me to the front door. And he just, you know, he'd always give me the little quote um, every day that I'd kind of just remember while I was rehabbing and kind of trying to get back into things. And I think that definitely helped me. I think that when I also got hurt, I also <clears throat> had developed a stronger relationship to God. And I kind of, you know, I got to explore kind of what he can do for me and just how great he is. So I think that definitely helped oh, me for great. sure. I think both of those are amazing because I think, first of all, the support system is so important for everyone. You know, mm-hmm. I think the quote, it takes a village is so true mm-hmm. in so many ways, because I think we, no one can go through this alone mm-hmm. without a support system. And then I think maybe if you could talk more about your faith and like having a belief system that, mm-hmm. you know, God has a plan for you yes. um, and how important that was uh, for you going through such a tough process where mm-hmm. you don't know what the future looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, growing up, I was, um, we'd always go to church as a family. You know, I wasn't really, I wouldn't say the most religious guy. Um, you know, I'd go to church. I would go to the, the, the kids groups and I wouldn't, 
you know, I'd, I'd be jacking around, <laughs> not exactly paying attention, but, um, no, I think when that happened, it was definitely an eye opener. And I talked to coach, uh, Ron Brown, who is great man, uh, religious. He kind of, he really, he, he, he put a, um, he put a Bible verse in my mind as well the day after my surgery and it was Psalms 23, four. And I also got that. I actually got that tattooed on my wrist. So, um, and it says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil because thou art with me. So I think that, I think I took that and um, that kind of opened up the possibilities. And I started to read into the word more. And the more I started to do that, the more it kind of, it was eye-opening for me and the more I wanted, I wanted more and more and more, you know what I mean? Like I started off with just a little sample size and it just kept growing and growing and growing. And I think that instead of focusing on such a negative event that happened to me, um, you can make light of it and you can see the light at the end of the tunnel and you can really think that he does have a process for you and his plan is much greater than, um, than anything you could imagine. So, yeah, I think that's amazing. I think yeah, it's an incredible thing when you can really start to see the positives and see that things that may seem so tough and, mm-hmm. you know, why does this happen to me mm-hmm. uh, in the, in, you know, in the current you know situation, yeah. truthfully, like there's a greater reason for them. And do you feel like through this adversity, it kind of grew you into a better person and man, you know, through it. And then it's almost that you gained an experience that maybe you hadn't found as soon without the ACL injury. For sure. I definitely think that, like I said, I think everything happens for a reason. Uh, I think that God put this obstacle in my life for a reason, one to grow closer to him and one or, and the other reason is to, um, prepare me for events outside of football. You know what I mean? I mean, growing up, like <laughs> I can't complain. I've had an awesome life. I've had loving parents um, and anything I could have wanted. Um, no real adversity growing up. And I think this is my first real test and God kind of put it in front of me. And when I grew closer to him, I just, yeah, I just realized that we can do anything through him and Absolutely. yeah, it'll always turn out good. And I think the cool thing that you're kind of talking about is that outside of football, right? Mm -hmm. And that, you know, forever, every, for, you know, most of your life, everything had been, you know, not to say easy, there's Mm -hmm. been tough parts to everyone's life, but Mm -hmm. I think, you know, like nothing like life shaking, like something like that can be. And so do you feel like you gained, you learned who your identity is outside of the football field uh, through this experience? I definitely do. Yes, I definitely do. I'd say, like I said before, I've had a great support system. Um, I've met an awesome woman. <laughs> Shout out to Mackenzie Knuckles. Um, <laughs> the who, goat. Yeah, the goat. Who's, <laughs> who's, really, um, who's really just held me down. And she has the same beliefs as I do. And um, we think a lot alike. And she's always there for me when I'm down. Um, and she's helped me kind of realize that there's much more than just football you know what I mean like there's you're so much more than just a football player which before I mean I I I just always thought of myself as you know uh, I'm Tate the football player you know what I mean but in reality I'm I'm Tate 
I'm Tate the brother. I'm I'm Tate the son. You know what I mean? I'm I'm all these things. And she just yeah, she really just helped me and helped me realize I'm just much more than just a football player. So that's a beautiful yeah. thing, dude. I think finding a relationship like that is so mm-hmm. important uh, mm-hmm. in everyone's life. And I think that that speaks so much to what a true person is, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not like football can be taken away from you, right? Yep. Sport can be taken in away heart. from you, yep. but the person you are and, you know, and, and to your core and mm-hmm. your relationships, those can't be taken away from you. For and sure. your love for God, I think also, you know, your faith cannot be taken away from for you. Sure. And I think for the viewers, it's so important that they realize that, you know, to find love and faith in something that can't be taken away and mm-hmm. find your identity in something that really you can always have. And yeah. I think that's an important fact. And so I guess another experience you talked about losing your coach, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you're out here in Lincoln, Nebraska. I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, for anyone who's listening, who's, you know, being in a different state from home is tough. Yeah, I tell you what, is, I've experienced it. it. It's tough is. being away from your family. It's for sure. something we've never done mm-hmm. as, um, you know, new college students and stuff like that. And so you lose somebody who it sounds like was a big role model for mm-hmm. you. And when that happened, um, what did you do to continue to grow? And how did you, I guess, cope with that loss? Because I think that can be a big, a tough experience for so many others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd say the best thing that I did is just kind of give, you know, I, you know, he's gone and you kind of have to, like you said, you got to cope with that, but you got to think, like I said before, like God has a plan, you know what I mean? Like he has a plan for you. And if he thought that that was best for his family to move up there and, uh, you know, start up there, then, you know, that's, that's his journey. And I'm, I'm happy for him and I'm 100% behind him. Um, I think when I started to warm up to, uh, the new coach, um, I think that definitely helped and just facing facts, you know, that he's not, gonna exactly come back but he actually ended up he ended up so our outside linebackers coach actually left and he he I think he I don't know if he got fired from the Giants or not but he ended up coming back no way. to Nebraska <laughs> so yeah so now he's actually our outside linebackers coach he's not a, he's not a position coach but he's back in Nebraska and it's definitely it's great to have him back and you know, I love his family. I love everything he stands for. And he's, he's really like a father figure to me, you know, and I feel like I could go to him with anything. So <clears throat> I guess, like I said, I'm just lucky and I'm, I'm very blessed that he came back and others aren't so lucky. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah, for sure. And I think what you're talking about is this experience is that you were just grateful for her, your experience with him period. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think a lot of, you know, something I've really been inspired from just talking to you the past, you know, however, 15 minutes Mm -hmm. is that, you know, just always, you're always sound grateful for what you have. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing what comes back to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like he came back, maybe that doesn't happen always, but it's amazing what comes back to you when you're grateful for what you have. And would you say maybe this, I guess, this idea of gratitude and just really, you know, taking the positives out of everything in your life is something that can help you through these tough adversities. Definitely. Yeah. I think you definitely have to look on the brighter side of things and look at life as, you know, the glass half full instead of half empty. You know, you got to focus on the positives. You can't dwell on the negatives. Um, 
yeah, you really just have to stay positive and realize that there is, you know, God has a greater plan for you and it's, it's much greater than you know of, and he will never, he'll never let you fail. So I think you definitely have to be optimistic about things if you want things to be better and definitely just keep working hard, you know? And that's amazing. I think maybe just a point to touch on is like, does that mean that you don't have bad days or does that mean that you don't struggle with it? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I guess, yeah, I maybe Mm -hmm. like talk about that because I think a lot of people, you know, when they hear that quote, I know like personally I did for a while. I was Mm -hmm. like, everyone was like, be positive, be positive. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was trying for sure. But I think the idea that it's okay to not be okay sometimes is a really important one. And so is that something that maybe you've incorporated into your thought process? Yes, definitely. It's okay not to be okay. I mean, the injuries for me have continued to happen. Um, it hasn't just been my knee. It's been a ton of soft tissue injuries. <clears throat> my back, I actually broke, or I had a spondylosis fracture in my lower back um, last summer. So had to deal with that, you know, had to rehab from that, had to get back from that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be darker days and it's okay not to be okay. It really is. Um but yeah, I think if you definitely look on the brighter side of things and you see, you just tell yourself that he has a plan for you, then I think, I think it'll all work out in the end and you'll, you'll look at things more positively. Absolutely. There's a lesson to learn from every experience, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what. And I think the important thing is that we're not meant to know, Mm -hmm. right? And that's so important is that you know, we can ask why, you know, like, why would your, your ACL tear at such an important moment? Or why would, you know, I be taken out of the lineup at, at some point in my you know yeah. career when I felt like it was so important? But yeah. really, at the end of the day, it's going to teach us lessons that we needed to learn. For sure. And I think maybe to kind of close off here mm-hmm. is that, um, you know, for anybody who's listening, um, when they're going through a similar adversity or struggle that you faced, Mm-hmm. or an injury or a loss of somebody close to them. Um, what is the number one piece of advice uh, you think you would give them um, moving forward and moving through that um, experience? Um, I just say, continue to work hard. Um, your journey's not over. You know what I mean? There's, there's so much greater things out there. And I know it's easier said than done. But um just stay positive just keep getting after it just keep grinding and better days are ahead so just keep working hard and i think it'll all eventually pay off in the end so absolutely yeah tate thank you so much yeah man You're thanks for having me man yes sir i and, appreciate uh, you uh yeah dude grateful for yep. having you as a friend yep. and uh Very somebody grateful. that i'm super close to so yes sir you're the man yes, but sir. Uh, i'm pumped for everyone to listen my dude <laughs> yes sir